This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Lobbying ban impact, new farm bill, and progress on obesity. Donald Trump's five-year lobbying ban for his presidential appointees, raising concerns among lawmakers and others about whether it turns away the highly qualified people he needs to run USDA and other departments. The ban also will apply to members of the transition team, as well as the launching teams that will be assigned to work at each of the departments over the coming weeks to prepare for the new administration to take over. The launching teams for domestic agencies, including USDA, EPA, and the Interior Department, are expected to be assigned next week. Trump spokesman Sean Spicer says the lobbying ban will ensure that service to the nation is truly first. Questions are being raised about whether the lobbying ban can even be legally enforced. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, a Republican of Kansas, says being a lobbyist is not a bad thing and that the administration will need agency heads that have expertise and experience. Roberts said, quote, if someone is facing a five-year ban, they're not going to sign on, but their advice should be heeded. Another veteran lawmaker said privately that Trump risked being able to appoint only second-tier administrators. One of the concerns about that is that Trump's officials would have trouble overcoming resistance from the bureaucracy to policy changes. Sessions for AG. The Trump transition team may have dropped ahead about one key cabinet position. Trump met yesterday with Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions. Afterwards, the transition team released a statement saying that while nothing has been finalized, Trump has been unbelievably impressed with Sessions and his record as Alabama's attorney general and as a U.S. attorney. Congress likely to pass another stopgap bill. It looks as if Congress is going to pass another continuing resolution to keep the government operating until March. That would allow the new Congress to pass spending legislation for the remainder of fiscal 17. But it also will be one more major item on the workload that lawmakers will face early next year. The current CR expires on December 9th. House Speaker Paul Ryan told reporters yesterday that Trump would like to have a say as to how spending is allocated in 2017. Roberts hopes to move Farm Bill in 2017. Chairman Roberts says he's holding out hope that Congress can pass a child nutrition reauthorization bill next month so he can clear that off his committee's agenda before the farm bill. The committee approved a nutrition bill in January, but it never made it to the Senate floor. The bill would reauthorize nutrition programs for five years, would ease rules on sodium and on whole grains. Roberts tells AgriPulse he hopes to begin moving a new farm bill before the end of next year so that it can get enacted in 2018 ahead of the midterm elections. Roberts said, I think we'll be able to put something together by the end of the year at least. We'll have to. Obesity rates fall in low-income kids. There are signs of improvement in the obesity problem among young low-income children. According to a study published by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the nationwide obesity rate among two- to four-year-olds who participate in the WIC nutrition program dropped from 15.9% in 2010 to 14.5% in 2014. Obesity rates fell in 31 states over that period and increased in only four. 
Virginia has the highest rate nationwide at 20%. Utah has the lowest at 8.2%. About 4 million children nationwide participate in the WIC program. Farm wages up 3%. The average wage for farm workers was up 3% in October from the year before, 13.25 an hour, according to the USDA. Field crop workers saw the biggest year-over-year raise at 4%. Employees and livestock operations got 2% more. Farm wages have been rising as the labor supply has tightened in both the United States and Mexico. U.S. farm hiring is also down. There were 798,000 workers hired directly by farms in October, down 5% from a year ago. In July, the workforce number was down by 4%. States lose appeal on California's cage-free egg rule. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has turned back an effort by Missouri and five other states to block enforcement of California's cage-free requirements for laying hens. The Ninth Circuit panel says, among other things, that the states didn't have standing to sue because they didn't have an economic interest apart from those of private egg producers. The states had tried to stop the regulations before they took effect. The other states that were a part of the case, Kentucky, Nebraska, Alabama, Iowa, and Oklahoma. Wayne Paselli, the president and CEO of the Humane Society of the United States, says the ruling indicates that the ballot initiatives that his group had been winning in California and other states, quote, are constitutionally sound. Missouri Attorney General Chris Coster, who led the lawsuit, lost his race for governor last week. Here's today's He Said It. We've got a lot of priorities we would like to see changed relative to the Obama priorities. That's how Speaker Paul Ryan on the need to delay the final fiscal 17 spending legislation until after Donald Trump is in office. Finally, here's a programming note this morning. Daybreak will be on vacation the week of November 21st. We'll return Monday, November 28th. The whole AgriPulse team wishes you a happy Thanksgiving. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, November 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.